1: Hey everybody welcome back to sweet the ladies guide to bro culture my name is Gina bloom and this is the podcast where I have cisgender women experience bro culture for the first time and uh, and have uh, someone along for the ride that that knows the culture inside and out whatever piece of artifact that we're talking about and can give us their expert opinion um, we look at movies we look at music we look at sporting events anything that dudes do and enjoy a lot. We're gonna talk about it here on the podcast with some lucky lady that gets to experience it for the first time. And boy, oh boy, do we have a fine first time uh film for for our young uh lady initiate today. Today we're talking about Rocky Four. <laughs> Rocky Four, um as it's a hard one to explain. Basically, Rocky fights uh a Russian super boxer, (laughs) but there is both not much to this film and there is both too much to this film. It is both a cornucopia of, of eighties, uh, stuff in every fashion. And it is also a film where I think maybe there's only actually 20 minutes of actual dialogue. Uh, and that is Rocky Four. Rocky. For those who don't know the films is a story of Rocky Balboa. Uh, a boxer and he starts off in the first film trying to get the heavyweight title and he and he fights uh the champ at the time Apollo Creed and loses and then comes back in Rocky 2 fights the champ again and becomes the champ wins in that one in Rocky 3 he fights Clubber Lang uh played by Mr. T of all people without his jewelry if you ever want to see Mr. T young and without jewelry check out Rocky 3 I am almost certain to talk about this film on this podcast. It is also amazing. And then, uh, then along comes Rocky four, Rocky four is the story of Rocky taking on Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago is in the film is the uh, amateur boxing champion of the Soviet union. And uh, he comes to America uh, after some diplomatic event has happened off screen. And now Russian sports are open to the West, and he is immediately challenged by Rocky's friend and former rival Apollo Creed in an exhibition match, and then uh, he kills Apollo Creed, basically in the ring, uh, in uh, in horribly graphic fashion after an amazing James Brown concert, uh, <laughs> an event that could only happen in, a, in an '80s film. Uh, the rest of this short film follows Rocky as he trains for both revenge and to uh, honor the United States. And takes on Ivan Drago in the Soviet Union. Uh, no surprise here; it does eventually emerge victorious um, in the end. Uh, Rocky F- Rocky IV is from 1985, and I do have some some critical reviews of the time. This Roger Ebert, uh, then working for the Chicago Sun Times, he says of Rocky IV, the Rocky film series is finally losing its legs. It's been A long run, one hit movie after another, and I can see um, one of our guests (laughs) violently shaking his head no, disagreeing with the late Roger Ebert. Uh, Roger continues to say, Rocky is a last gasp, a film so predictable that viewing it is like watching one of those old sitcoms where the characters never change and the same situations turn up again. Ian Nathan of Empire called the film a laughable turd, (laughs) the film where the series threw in the towel on credibility um and we're going to talk about this laughable turd <laughs> rocky for today and we're going to start that discussion uh with our first guest she has never seen any rocky movie and, and <laughs> yes and oh my goodness we have a lot to talk about so please let's welcome Naomi Regay hi hi
2: thank
1: naomi thank you for having me naomi thank you for coming out and thank you for watching the fourth film in a franchise that you have never seen before. That, that's that's certainly a sense of adventure right there.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, Rocky is so iconic. So, like, I definitely had, like, some context going yeah. in. Like, oh, I yeah. feel like you can't be alive in America for the decades that I've been alive and not know what Rocky oh, of course, is. Of course, of um, course. But, yeah, it was a trip. yeah. Um, do you want to get into it? Oh, <laughs> yeah,
1: in just a sec. Uh, I'm going to introduce... Our our designated apologist for Rocky Four. <laughs> oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> he is he is a, a mainstay of the New York City comedy community. Let's welcome uh, Frederick Goldstein, A.K.A. Freddie G.
3: Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah, I've seen it a dozen times. Uh, I have never seen The Godfather, Titanic, or Jaws, but I've seen the movie a dozen times. Watched it again for this. <laughs> I have pretty much memorized it. Uh, it's the first Rocky I saw as well. It is my favorite sports movie. I absolutely love it. <laughs> Uh, I like it both ironically and and legitimately. Really, I think there's an hour. It's it, how long's the movie? It's like ninety minutes. It's
1: Ninety-five minutes. There's with an credits. hour of
3: goals, and then like there's thirty minutes of like repeats from other movies and filler. But there's an yeah. hour of stuff that's just absolutely great.
1: <laughs> okay, I, I'm loving I'm loving the enthusiasm. I I I also know that Naomi has done her homework for this, so we're gonna start with um, start with the first impressions. Naomi, let us know what you immediately thought of Rocky Four upon finishing uh, the film.
2: Upon finishing? Yes. I mean, I, Oh God, so hard to say. I mean, truly throughout the film, a lot of gasping from me because like just so many choices that I was like, what? Like, first of all, a robot. I mean, the robot, there is yeah. a robot in this there film. There is a robot. Prominently featured. And like, I think is meant to be an indicator. It's supposed to like show like, a lot of the beginning is just showing how like comfortable and rich Rocky is now. Like he's very established. It's like his son like welcomes him home while looking at him through like a VHS recorder, which at this time is kind of like a fancy thing, you know? And then like they give Polly, who I think is his brother-in-law. He's yeah, yeah, that, yeah. 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 They give Polly a birthday cake that is brought into the room by a robot and then the birthday cake is like fully lit. Like it seems really dangerous. Like all the candles are lit and Polly's like what am I going to do with this? Like I don't need a robot. And then like a few scenes later Polly's robot has like trans transitioned into like a female robot oh yeah and yeah oh, and it's like a point. Yeah. very sexy and he's like hey sweetie and like he's like "Ah, what can I say she loves me like and it's so weird it's like the precursor to her somehow
1: yeah it's I, just a
2: d-plot that goes nowhere I,
1: honestly I I had completely forgotten the existence of of the weird robot yeah me too yeah <laughs> in this I film forget
3: I think Stallone just like saw the robot and thought it was cool And like I said, they really only had an hour worth of good stuff. So the robot kind of is filling in the gaps.
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like a fancy robot. Like I was a huge fan as a kid of short circuit. And it like makes the short circuit robot look like really janky (laughs) and like not impressive.
1: Yeah. Johnny Five, who was around the same time, I think I think he was like a year later, actually. Yeah. Not as fancy.
2: Not at all. And um, yeah, that made me like gasp. I was like, why is there a robot here? And then also, um, yeah, the James Brown appearance. I was like, James Brown? Like, I was watching it alone in my living room and yelled out, like, are you kidding me? Like, what is the budget for this film? Like, oh, it's a, lot, yeah. a yeah. legend. So I guess it kind of, I guess, like I said, that I knew, like, Rocky is such a prominent, like, cultural icon. I guess I didn't realize how huge the franchise was when they were making this fourth and this, film. Because, like, getting, right. that's, like, a get. Like, you and this was James like, Brown. This
1: was, like, the biggest... It's like the high, po- the, not necessarily the artistic high point, but this was like the monetary high point of like the franchise, mm. I think. Um, until maybe actually Creed, when like it came back, It's like an entirely different film. Yeah. But like after Rocky Four, the the sequels that came after it were much smaller. Like they tried to like take it back to the streets at that point. Yeah. But, people
3: yeah. hate Rocky Five.
1: Yeah, Rocky Five, and, where he and they gets undo in the a lot 5. of
3: this, he suffers brain damage. They make him poor again, and then he's just training another fighter. He doesn't even get in the ring. Yeah, people were very disappointed by Rocky Five. That's if it. it's a very oh. controversial movie. Uh, yeah, among Rocky fans, <laughs> among Rocky, and they fans. sort of pretended like it doesn't exist when they made the sequels in the two uh, thousands and uh, and Creed and all that. Right, huh.
1: right, all right. Um, Freddie, you 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 have. Oh yeah, let me talk confessed. about this.
3: So James Brown, that scene I'll defend. That's this movie goes <laughs> for it. Okay, <laughs> it does. yeah, Apollo's That it does. Quest. Yes, it Apollo's does. Apollo's not taking it seriously. He's playing up the American and just like, okay, we're going to have him do a basically a music video and we're going to we're going to get James Brown. Like the movie goes for. Yeah. Like Rocky fights. The Russian is as as evil as possible. Rocky climbs a mountain. It just whatever there's a chance to go for it. This goes. It's basically just a cartoon. And that's what I love. Yes. Yes. I
2: 100 percent agree. And that was my impression was. my first impression was just I can't believe how campy this is like I just was like oh wow like this is much goofier and funnier and like frankly a lot more fun than I thought I thought it was gonna be a lot more like pathos and a lot and they do try to go there but it it wasn't really like that dramatic like every time it is dramatic it's in this so like it's so over the top all the time that you can't help but kind of like laugh you know what I wanted Rocky for to be honestly was like I really just wanted it to be like about Dolph Lundgren's I mean um Dragos like his hot wife Brigitte Nielsen's oh yeah she was,
1: she's she's awesome in this she's, thing. like yeah
2: so gorgeous and she's so like good she's like she delivers like she I, she has a handful of lines but she really delivers yeah she that. really nails it in that she, thing yeah, yeah. She and really I like there's a scene there's a part like right before the fight where she approaches um Apollo's wife. And she, she like says something. I can't remember exactly what she says to her. Maybe you will because you've memorized. I hope the movie, we can be
3: friends afterwards. I think. Yeah. And yeah. I was like,
2: "Is there going to be a lesbian love affair?" I got so excited. I was like, "Oh, please, please let this be the turn." Oh, but no. But no, it was um, 1985. It was, yeah, it's not, not in the cards yet. I was frustrated yet. by that.
3: That is the problem with the movie. They don't give resolutions to any of the minor characters. Only yeah. Rocky gets. We don't really find out what happens to Drago or any of these people. Yeah.
2: Well, I have. Okay, so I have a question. Go for it. I don't really understand like the the build up to the fight the initial fight like okay so the premise is that for whatever reason Russia wants it's like Superpower like baby boy wrestler. Like the thing is he's like a baby, right? Like don't they say he's never fought before? Which is bizarre. He's like, an amateur,
1: yeah. He's, he's an and amateur like, fighter. He fought like bums in Russia. Yeah, yeah.
2: Right, so he's never done a real fight, but they want him to take on like the greatest fighter in America. <laughs> And his wife seems to be the only one who can articulate any of this, and be like, "It would be an honor." And like, she kind of has this like noble, smart way of delivering it. And then Apollo Creed is immediately an asshole to them. Like he's <laughs> so rude, he's <laughs> he so is. obnoxious, and it's like not even in like a fun way. It's but just like aggressively mean.
1: Also, but like, and like that was what really struck me when 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 I rewatched it because I remember seeing Rocky in the eighties, Rocky Four in the eighties, anyway, and. It was just assumed that you were dicks to, to Soviets because it was just like, they they were just convenient villains for everyone. And okay. like, so it, it, so the fact that Apollo Creed was just being a, just a total asshole. It's
2: because Russians are bad. Because Russians are bad
1: and like, we didn't <laughs> like them. So well, like. Well,
2: that's kind of, I guess that's kind of what my question was. Like, I didn't totally, like, I feel like by the end of the movie, there's this like insane speech that he gives at the end where he's <laughs> yeah. like, if I can change and you guys can change then maybe we all can change yeah, and it's yeah. like Rocky. it's like this crazy message about like international relations right
1: he ends <laughs> the cold war basically yeah
2: <laughs> like he had to like sacrifice his friend's life so that the cold war <laughs> it's the could it's a
3: realistic part of me because after that fight you wouldn't be able to talk yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> yeah. talks more coherently than he does normally
2: but I guess what I was wondering, like, and I could have probably Wikipediaed this, but I was like, what were relations at that time? Because I was like a baby when this it's came out. Stern Reagan,
3: I don't... so I think we were, yeah. So Apollo is basically supposed to be an aging Muhammad Ali.
1: Yeah, yeah, essentially, <laughs> that's what he is. He's, and he's the Muhammad, Muhammad Ali late
3: in his career. Did yeah, did take some fights he shouldn't have taken. Yeah, like the character of Rocky is based on this guy who fought Ali and lost, but like did a good job, even though he was like an amateur. <laughs> not an amateur, but not that big of a fighter. Right
1: also a real guy yeah 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 and they they made a movie about him with with I think Leah Schreiber actually was in it a couple of years ago oh it's awesome yeah I don't remember what the name of it is but we can we can fact check that one uh, but go ahead Freddie
3: oh yeah that's what yeah so it's just yeah, that's why he's kind of brash and like Muhammad Ali sort of a jerk also yeah yeah
1: yeah
2: yeah, yeah I wonder if it's like also it's just so funny because it's Carl Weathers and like my relationship to Carl Weathers is like Based on Arrested Development, <laughs> like oh, right. so, it's yeah. really funny to see him in this role at like a different point in his career and being like kind of I don't know in your face. Yeah,
3: yeah. absolutely. He's in my second favorite sports movie, Happy Gilmore, as well.
1: Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. that, that was when
3: you should cover in a future episode. Yes, definitely. Yes, I, I do
1: have some plans for early Sandler, especially Happy Gilmore. It's my favorite Sandler film, also. Um, I want to talk about that James Brown concert.
2: I mean. It's such a surreal scene because James James Brown is, like, giving the performance of a lifetime. Yeah. He, like, comes in. Doesn't he come in from, like, the ceiling or he comes up from the ground? Yeah, yeah, the ca- entrance yeah. is insane. There are risers. It feels like people are coming in from both directions. <laughs> Everyone is wearing, like, sequins. It's so loud. I, It's insane. And then, like, Apollo Creed comes in in, like, a full, like, uncle sam uniform like he has like the top hat and like yeah. a tail coat and and um the it's so bold i think to me what i thought was trying to be communicated when i was watching it is that like rocky in a very understated way is like oh, this is too much my friend my friend is making a bad choice because like he didn't want him to do the fight
1: yeah i kind of i from context you could get that he's
3: not taking it seriously yeah and rocky's just worried yeah
2: yeah, I think he's like nervous or something, but it's like the crowd is going wild. Like the crowd loves it and it's like also treated as if this is like a normal It's just so weird. I do does anyone like has has Lady Gaga ever like opened a wrestling a, a, a <laughs> boxing event or like has ever has anyone like I can't imagine that you would get like Madonna or somebody to like perform or I think I,
3: Mayweather I or someone's came out with like 50 cent. They've done some of it, oh, not really? as much. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Wow. That blows my mind.
3: And they make Drago stand in the ring during. I love that part.
1: Yeah. The humor. Yeah. That, yeah.
2: Yes. And okay. So this is another thing that I thought was kind of weird. I feel like maybe I'm misreading it, but they kind of try to paint Drago as like kind of an innocent, like naive. Like, is it being set up? Am I supposed to be shocked? That Drago wins the fight because anyone just looking at those two people will be like, Yeah, that like seven foot tall man is you gonna know, win. You know, Drago's
3: gonna win, but when he kills him, that's emotional. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that and Apollo's right. such a
3: good guy in the, in the movie before he helps, he trains Rocky, they become best buds.
1: Yeah.
2: It's insane that he kills him. It doesn't yeah. make any sense.
3: But it makes it just makes it all, yeah. It makes the movie work. <laughs> it does. And I agree choice, with that yeah, because I agree then he's not that. around for the next one and they could use him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree that dramatically you had to kill Apollo Creed to get to get like the simple stakes in there to like make you to make you want to see Drago get beat up. Um, but I do think you're right, Naomi, in that he does come across as kind of innocent in the first half of the film, and then, and that's why it's so weird when like after they're like debating whether or not like is Apollo Creed dead when he like when he's like laying prone. And then Drago's like, well, if he dies, he dies. Like, oh shit, dude! Like that, that was harsh because you're you're like a farm boy until this moment.
2: I felt like it was a turn. I felt like it was like a reveal. Yeah. It was like a, a like a like a Trojan horse, like kind of like oh, like they snuck him in. Like he seemed, which is it's insane to be like, oh, he seems like an easy fight because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't. But like they kind of like made him seem kind of soft and innocent and. Like a big, like bright eyed, like bushy tailed, like, oh, I'm just here to try to fight, you know, because he doesn't speak for himself in the beginning at all. And then like the first thing he says is like, oh, he says to him like one on one. He's like, you will lose. Yeah. And then afterwards he's like, if he dies, he dies. But like, it's like they're slowly revealing that he's actually like incredibly evil.
1: There's a whole, there's a whole thing about that when they get uh, when they get to Russia. I want to talk about, but Freddie, I, I want, um, I want to get some impressions from you. You have seen this movie more times than I think I have seen any movie from. Oh what, damn, yeah, man. From yeah. what you tell it's me, it's so
3: easy to watch.
1: Yeah, it is. It's so, nice and
3: quick, and yeah.
1: So twelve times. It's an estimate. Yeah. How did? What do you get out of it? Like how you've seen it it's so many times? It's very motivating.
3: It's about hard work. Yeah. Yeah. It's also kind of it's kind of a rich guy cosplaying as poor also.
1: It is. Yeah. He sort of volunteers to like live in that log cabin. Yeah.
3: The Rocky movies are about hard work and overcoming obstacles. It's very motivational, yeah. Yeah. That's that's kinda yeah, that's that's really what it's about to be. I feel the same way about Hamilton too. Really? It's just very motivating. It's really? very inspiring. Yeah. Rocky works hard. There's no shortcut to yeah, no shortcut to hard work. And like yeah, like the other guy could be using steroids, but you just work really hard.
1: I have never heard and I'm fascinated by the comparison to Hamilton. That that's a that's a fascinating comparison. <laughs> that, that
3: play it seems that, great. Uh I mean I listened to the soundtrack and I haven't seen it, but it's just a love letter to being a workaholic. Yeah. Hamilton's a workaholic, he's not necessarily a good husband. And then if you work hard and get you and get yourself killed, your wife will just work on your legacy anyway. Yeah.
1: That's wonderful. <laughs> that is
2: <I'm> such a... <laughs> a read of Hamilton, and honestly, very accurate. <laughs> oh yeah, listen to that, like twenty.
3: Yeah,
1: times. yeah. that that is that is so, ac- and like that is the central. That's the central um, conflict of the early Rocky films is. He and Adrian are always in that con- are always in that conflict. That Rocky, you're working too hard. You're gonna you're gonna get yourself killed. You're gonna you don't need this. And then Rocky's like, no, I got to do it. This is this mm-hmm. is my duty, and like. I had not thought of that in the context of Hamilton. What 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 a what a little gift <laughs> that we have today. Oh, thank yeah
3: yeah, yeah they were they, yeah. yeah Rocky. I mean that's Rocky's thing. It's just it's just inspiring. He just exercises really hard. That's what's good about him. He, he's not that good at fighting, and then he's just he exercises hard, and then he definitely he works can take out a, a punch. Uh, this movie is basically like what if box <laughs> if what if in boxing you were not allowed to protect your head. <laughs> and that's what makes it cool. Yeah, most boxing is guys standing with their fists in front of their head and then like trying to sneak around each other. It's yeah. weird that this movie is anti-steroids because Rocky is in the best shape ever. Rocky's on... He's Stallone completely roided out. So many yeah. steroids.
1: Yeah, that was so ironic because yeah. like he's like, oh, he's doping. But like, look at you, though, Stallone, you're... Right. You're a fucking giant.
2: But the the premise, I mean, they've laid it out from the beginning that he and Apollo Creed that they just like go to the gym and they prance around yeah. and they give each other compliments <laughs> while they're hopping around the ring and like that's how you stay in shape as a very strong boxer man.
3: Yeah, they make it <laughs> seem like they fought in a gym by themselves with no uh, nobody else there, and they just punch each other in the head, and then he just comes home to his family.
2: I mean, yeah, and they tell each other how handsome they are, which I was yeah, like, yeah. "What? What's going on here, again? All right.
1: Speaking <laughs> of which, I, I do want to talk about the, uh, another um, another thing that's is endemic and popular in, in all Rocky films, but especially in in Rocky Forks. I, I, I want to say it's fifty five percent montage, and best fifty five. The best fifty five percent is is the montage. This movie, uh, I was trying to like track like the 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 way it works. So it starts with. The scenes where um, the first scene where like, oh, it's Drago and he's and he's arguing with um Apollo Creed. And then there's a montage. There's also like the stuff with a robot. And then there's a montage, and then there's the fight, and then um Apollo Creed is killed, and then there's like this weird montage again. Mm-hmm. And it's the entire song, by the way. This is not like the song fades up. The montage starts, the entire song plays um
3: no easy way out. My no wife made fun way of this out. yesterday. Yeah. She's like, "Is there
1: an easy way out?" <laughs> yeah. is, is, there, is there an easy way out? I think this is the same thing I said. Is, is there an easy way out of this scene? Because apparently, there's not. You have to go through the entire song of all of "No Easy Way Out," like this quintessential, like what my friends uh, back in film school called "Triumph Rock," which was like this whole thing where, like, <laughs> like the these songs, these these rocky soundtrack songs, they made you want to punch people. Like the whole mm-hmm. like. Like the music wanted you to get get into a fight. That was the yeah. whole like way it felt. And in this montage, especially this one, Rocky's driving home, uh, after Apollo's been killed, and he's struggling with the idea of whether or not he wants to like oh, right. take up the reins against Ivan Drago. And Naomi, you haven't seen the movies, but like you no. get you get the entire film series up to that point.
2: Yeah, okay. So in the
1: course of that montage.
2: Yeah, while you were talking about this song I was like did I black out during that part of the movie because I can't remember it but now I now that you mentioned him driving I do remember yeah, it and yeah. I remember being like oh they're really like laying out a they're lot really of going backstory I didn't realize thing. it was all the movies but...
1: and like and like the really weird part is it's out of order
2: right Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Okay. And
3: the first Rocky won Best Picture, which is crazy. Also. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. some of the flashbacks to the first Rocky.
1: Yeah. It's like the, there's like scenes <laughs> yeah. where like Rocky and Adrian have first met, but then you immediately it montages to this the very famous scene from Rocky Three where they're running down the beach together, and then like they're they're jumping in the surf, uh, Apollo and and Rocky, uh, which is that's a gif like that, that that thing's a meme. You see that people will put that in like their Facebook. Yeah. Comment section like that, that scene, maybe the most famous scene out of any of the Rocky sequels. And then, it, then it cuts in the scenes from him beating Apollo and Rocky two, And then it cuts to scenes you just saw from Rocky four. So it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, so it's like this whole like slaughterhouse five of like a chronological jumble of like everything that Rocky has experienced in the course of these films, all to the tune of an entire four minute song. <laughs> With, with like choruses and like and like motifs and like and then and then i guess by the end of the montage he has decided that he is going to challenge uh drago
2: i mean i i just feel like and maybe this is me i don't know like wanting a more like feminine <laughs> perspective to be in the film but i find it insane that after adrian is like you cannot do this it's suicide He's like, no, I'm going to do it. (laughs) And like, there's no, there's no like middle ground. And then she just shows up to support him. Yeah, just just flies to Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And like he goes for a drive instead of actually, like like, they have this conflict. Doesn't he go for a drive after that talk with Adrian? Yes.
3: Yeah, 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 that's when he goes for the drive. And
2: instead of like, Working through this with his life partner, who he has a child with, right. he like goes for a drive, he and goes he's like for a drive. But I remember those fights I was in, so I'm yeah. gonna keep fighting.
3: Yeah, they set her up as just a lame wet blanket. Yeah, they don't treat her very fairly.
1: Is... I, uh, Freddie, you you are a married man, and yeah, yeah. and you work in, in comedy like like we all do, where you have to like have a lot of discipline. Um, is there anything in that relationship that that like? like how realistic is that compared to like your actual relationship I'm all, cause I, I know so very few comics that are married and, oh, yeah, and yeah. I find, I find that, that you have a, a functional marriage and, and do comedy is, is fascinating. It's hard, to yeah.
3: She's, yeah, she puts up with a lot. I mean, she just lets me do my stuff. Uh, I mean, she doesn't really doubt me. The nice thing with comedy is you can't die at any show. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yes. You, you get yeah. a lot of, you get a lot of chances.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's it's not, it's not that dangerous, right?
2: But as somebody in a partnership that is, like, deeply committed to the point of marriage, can yeah. you picture having that kind of a conflict and being like, oh, I'm going to go for a drive It Like, wouldn't you, I don't know, wouldn't you, like, have a check-in again at the end or, like, a conversation? Yeah, he's a
3: bad like, husband in the movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, that just seems, like, to me, that marriage is over. Like, when you get back yeah. from Russia, is, she's she's got your stuff packed, you're out. You know? Like, you might live, but, like, you're done. <laughs>
3: like, yeah. She's kind of like Skylar in Breaking Bad. Like, they oh, just yeah. make yeah. the wife the bad guy for being a normal person. Right. Just Except, for, just for yeah.
1: not wanting their husband to die like <laughs> yeah. yeah it's the same conflict exactly just what a bitch she doesn't want me to she doesn't want me to risk my life to like prove my manhood uh
2: but then she shows up for him too and she she's absolutely wild. does She like yeah. does ro- who's taking care of their kid he's like the watching robot. tv with his the two robot. best friends, the actual like, robot because yeah, she's
1: the robots behind them like with with pizza,
2: okay, that's the scene I would love to see. Is the scene where like Polly's like I'm going to Russia, and the robot's like, "No, Polly, I love
1: you." <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's what I need. <laughs> the deep cuts of Rocky Four.
1: Let's talk about some key scenes, um, Freddie. Um, again, I you are the expert here. What you saw last, what you saw last night, or or the most recent time? Um, tell us about a scene that that like has really stood out on this watching and why that is. Scene that stood out.
3: I mean, the training montage has always stand out. Uh, I'm talking to Apollo's trainer, so I'm trying to think of a scene that really stood out.
2: I love the it's training t- montage.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, those are just, that's the most inspiring part. And then he climbs the mountain. It's very exciting. Like, again, they just go for it. Like, okay, this yeah. doesn't have to make sense. He's just going to climb that mountain. He's just
1: going to run up the side of this mountain. Um. Yeah, that's a that that whole thing because that's the one where they're, they're they're countercutting with like Drago in like the weird like sit up machine that he's in and like he has like like
3: yeah, they mirror the exercises that yeah. was most of the time they spent on the movie it's just mirroring the, <laughs> the mirroring the exercises. The script yeah. I think was written just like on a cocktail napkin and <laughs> somehow in coke. Yeah,
1: yeah, I, no, that's I why agree. yeah had to add yeah. the montages <laughs> and the robots and all yeah.
3: <laughs> I like the exploding <laughs> gloves at the beginning. The very beginning, the two gloves, and then they explode. Like again, we're just gonna go for it. Yeah, doesn't need to make sense. Uh, yeah, none, yeah, none of it. That's that's really, yeah, what I like the most.
1: All right, and and Naomi, you have never seen a Rocky film. Um, no, you. <laughs> tell now. us about a scene that you saw that like really stood out and why.
2: Oh yeah, well I mean God, we've talked about so many of them already, but um. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy, but I guess like I guess the montage, I guess the training montage stood out to me the most because it's such an insane production. He's literally he is racing along the edge of a mountain ridge. Like yeah. it's the highest point of a mountain and it's the edge of it and he's just kind of like climbing it like a bear like yeah and like there's like all these on all fours. there's
1: all these weird little details um where like he has to lose his like his like guys that are tailing him like he like he does this thing where he like he like runs through like a like a narrow part when they get their cars stuck and then then he starts mm-hmm. climbing the mountain
2: and- oh yeah doesn't he like pull polly in a sled
1: yeah, and he yeah. pulls, and he pulls him like, in a sled. Yeah,
2: <laughs> and he also like chops down a tree. Which at that point I got confused. I was like, I there's had to rewind. I was like, was that Drago or was that him? Like, yeah, it was no, like, th- there's a
1: lot of stuff with logs in that. Yeah. in that oh, yeah. montage.
2: It's also. Okay, so t- what stood out to me about the montage was I was like, oh, it's like it's like Rocky on steroids. It's like because I know the famous original montage is him like, dun, 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 dun you know, like I have the tiger or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. he goes to the top of a steps, right, and like shakes, and shakes his, his, his hands yeah. right? But this is like literally <laughs> a literal a mountain. Siberian mountain, which I don't know if they actually filmed in Russia. <laughs> I was curious where they filmed it, but there's I not that much actual
3: up. Russian. Yeah, no, and I don't know if any know of the actors are Russian. I don't know, but I just, I wouldn't want to say that the all the actors doing oh, terrible okay. Russian accents. So I, Dolph Lundgren Swedish. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Um,
2: but I was curious, like, I was like, oh, wow, like, this, like, is insane that they got out to this, like, you're truly in the middle of nowhere kind of nature. Like, everything's covered in snow. Yeah, And I was like, oh, so this is, like, the ultimate. I was like, oh, in the fourth installment of this, you really take that training montage to the next you level. Really like it felt do. like they really like yeah. it peaked in and that is not no pun intended, but it was like, boom, yes, he's they, up there. They, exactly. Yeah. And I, I do remember thinking like when I was watching that, like, oh wow, like I can see why this was a box office hit. Cause if you're like watching this on the big screen and you're like a Rocky fan, like you must just be like, you must feel the way I felt during the first hour of A Star Is Born. <laughs> you must just be like, oh, this is amazing, you know? <laughs> Um. So yeah, that stood out to me. I was like, Oh yeah, okay, this is a block. Him buster. screaming Drago,
3: yeah. yeah, yeah. It's giving yeah, you exactly. Drago.
2: What you Drago screams Drago in the original. Does he scream Adrian? What is he?
3: I think he just screams. I think he he's, screams yeah. Adrian after the fight. Yeah, the original is basically Adrian. a rom com. Doesn't he
2: like rip his shirt off? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, the original is like yeah. He screams Adrian at the end of Rocky when he's lost and he's looking for Adrian because his his eyes are beaten basically and he can't really find her and it's like this highly sweet. dramatic moment is nothing like him shouting Drago at the top of his mouth. And he doesn't
3: even care if he won, he's just like misses her. Yeah. yeah. It's really yeah. sweet. It yeah.
1: is really sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um now I I want to talk about some of those key scenes too, because there was this thing that especially early in the film, when like he's when Rocky is talking to Adrian and he's or he's talking to his son. Even before like the heaviness of um, of Apollo dying. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like this weird like childlike sweetness to the performance. To the way that he's reading the lines. Mm-hmm. That is kind of at odds with the rest of the film. But in a way that I reacted to more strongly. Because Stallone's not really known as like a great actor. But like he's, he's very... He's very charming in those scenes. Like he's, he's so likable. He's yeah. so likable in yeah. those scenes. Like you just want to like hang out with him in yeah. those scenes and like I I feel bad a little bit that his he pushed his career into a direction that took him away from that kind of acting because I think when he's naturalistic like in the first Rocky, that's the that's basically his entire performance and then when you see him in like Creed, you kind of see that that acting come back where he's humble and he's a little goofy and it's nice you see like yeah. he's like this really like charming side to him you don't get to see in like most of his other stuff and he
3: did make a rocky like movie about arm wrestling that is also awesome
1: oh yeah <laughs> over the top oh yeah, yeah. over the top yeah what? no that that is that is going to be i am going to eventually get to all of the 80s sports <laughs> movies over the top is um over the top is a great one it has it's about arm wrestling and it has maybe the the great the greatest father son ballad of all time, Meet Me Halfway by Kenny Loggins. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah no, that. that and one, a really
3: long montage. And a, a long really long, long
1: montage, yes.
2: Well, just to go back to his acting for a second, I'm very curious because I was listening to an interview with this famous acting coach. Maybe you'll know her name. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but she was on What's the Tea with RuPaul, RuPaul's podcast. Yeah, yeah. And she's worked with many, many, like, famous Oscar-winning actors. And I think one of the ones she trained was Stallone. And she talks all about how she, like, makes them, she basically makes people, like, literally visit their trauma, but visit it in a way that she always says, she's like, and then they win. Like, people want to see you win.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I wonder if
2: this is around that time, because like. I, there was definitely like a more, there's just so much humanity in his performance yes. in a way that, I, yeah, I don't think he gets seen that way in pop culture. Like he's kind of like a,
1: they, they see him as like the slurring, like dopey, like yeah. roided up like Rambo type. Like he's more known now for his Rambo type performances, which actually the first Rambo movie, which is not even called Rambo, is, is another really good performance out of him. Uh, it's called First Blood. It's a completely different film than like anything else he's done. Yeah,
3: he's fighting against white people. Yeah. For, yeah. This is kinda like Rambo two, Rocky Four and Rambo Two. Which yeah. is like over the top and We're crazy. Over the
1: top and he's and he's fighting for America. Like that's his whole thing. And like in the mid eighties, like that's what he did. He became the guy that fought for on behalf of America,
3: he's got to go to Vietnam to get some POWs out, and he gets to say, <laughs> "Do we get to win this time?" Yeah, and it's right yeah. after the Vietnam War. It's very yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just like this movie. It's just like Rocky IV, too, yeah. And it's
1: I think I think it came out the year before. Um, and there's another movie that came out right around the same time that I'm going to have on this podcast also called Cobra, where oh, yeah. where Rocky fights Satanists. So it's like he basically gets all of the '80s villains. He gets he gets the Vietnamese. The Russians and Satanists—you cannot. Oh those are like those are all the big villains in eighty in eighties America. Gosh,
2: Reaganism, right? Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> um, could not you could not ask for like a better wronger writer of wrongs than that Stallone in like the mid eighties.
2: Yeah, and I, you know, what I was actually surprised about in terms of my like experience of this film, I was surprised at how much I liked him as a character, and also. Yeah. I was surprised at how interesting the fighting was. I was like, oh, like, this is like, it seemed very well choreographed. I was like, how, it doesn't,
3: it's amazing. It doesn't look
2: look fake. I'm like, how did they do all of this? Yeah, Yeah.
3: Yeah, that's the thing. The fight's so authentic. And they have a montage of of the heads moving. That's my favorite part also. And all the blood, like, they, yeah, they, they make boxing look scary.
1: All right. So, um, cool. So we're going to, like, we're going to start moving this thing toward, Toward the end, and I wanted to talk um, to each of you now that you've seen this recently. And, and I'm going to start with Naomi. You've already said that you have no intention of, of watching a Rocky film, and I got to say, <laughs> I get it. Um, <laughs> There's only so much time in in a person's life. Like I keep seeing like these these things on Netflix, and like, oh, have you have you streamed the Haunting of Hill House? Like, I don't have 12 hours, yeah, right now to spare yeah. on entertainment. So I I I do. It is a little bittersweet that that your rocky journey begins and ends in Rocky Four, but that's fine. That's that's what we do here. Um, but now that you've taken your rocky journey, what are your like final thoughts? What, what has this film brought to you? What what perspective has it brought, like on men, uh, I mean, if anything?
2: Yeah, honestly, gosh, I'm gonna get more sentimental than I probably should. No, good, go, I go do, for it. I'm go really glad it. I watched it because I feel like my perception of what that franchise was and my perception of, like, what kind of stories, like, people like who are into this kind of, like, sports film is really, like, changed. I'm like, oh, I get it. Okay, there's humor here. There's warmth. There's, like, there's campiness. There's excitement. Like, it, it... it feels, like, more, like, humanizing to, like, watch, like, it, it makes me want to watch more things that are outside of my, like, usual preference, right, you know, right. especially things that are well-loved, just to, like, give it a shot and be like, okay, like, what what's speaking to people right, like, like what you know? What,
1: yeah, like, what's the big deal here? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and also, like, I feel like, um, you know, even though, like, it's not a movie that I would, like, choose to watch on my own normally, like... I get why somebody's into it. Like I can see why somebody would love the franchise. I can see why somebody would be like, this is one of my favorite films. I yeah. don't feel like it's strange to like love these movies because I'm like, oh, I get it. It's a it's a fun ride, you know?
1: And like the like kind of the, the sort of like mission of this podcast is for like women, especially straight women, to sort of like understand men a little better through like culture that is designed mm-hmm. for them. And I think what I think what, what Freddie was saying about the films earlier was I had never thought of. And I've seen these movies when I identified as a male. And I, I I guess it, the, the message didn't, didn't articulate, but like, yeah, it, it completely is like this very sort of masculine ideal of just being a hard worker Mm -hmm. and like taking care of your family and like trying really hard. And then you can overcome obstacles. It's kind of, it's kind of square in like in our, in our ironic culture. Like we don't really think, that we try not to think that but then again the movie creed is is exactly the same message
3: yeah another parallel yeah to hamilton and hamilton they duel about they're dueling for their honor same thing here rocky is fighting for his honor he gives up the title he's not getting any money yeah it's just about honor that's the only reason he's fighting
1: yeah and and he's he's, risking he's risking his life for honor his honor and his friend's honor
2: but weirdly at the end there they try to almost like transcend that because they make it like about being humble. Like it's like. He's, like, he's like I've yeah. seen a lot of changes during this fight. I saw changes in me. And I saw changes because in the, you, Because the
1: crowd got on to. Yeah the crowd yeah, starts was cheering really for odd.
2: him. It was yeah, odd. But yeah. I, yeah it's an me, odd transition. My yeah. take is that the film is kind of like a very mask fantasy about. Like peace through violence,
1: <laughs> you know. Because yeah, like
2: yeah. it's like world peace at the end. It's like oh yeah, you know, like yeah. get he, each other now, right. and he it's punches like we did his it way by to me world beating peace. the shit out yeah. of this guy yeah. who's like your number one guy. You know.
1: Not to say that that right, masculine fantasy, fantasies aren't also fantasies because they they are. But like yeah, def- the movie's a fantasy, definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. a fantasy. But like, I wouldn't
3: want to see. That's why I don't like Raging Bullets. Too realistic. It's not that much fun. This is this is a, a mm-hmm. fun boxing movie. Yeah. That's why it's my favorite.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Freddie. Now you have seen this movie a bunch. You just saw it again. We just had this conversation for the past hour. Um, what new or if any like thoughts do you have on the film or the Rocky films in general?
3: I want the Democratic Party to watch the movie. And this is how <laughs> you reach
1: Okay, here we go. Is,
3: this is how you reach men in Middle America. Oh yeah. People value hard work. I want the Democrats to become the party of hard work.
1: Oh, I love this! Oh, Yes, yeah. oh my God, yes,
3: I I this love this. This is how you, re- yeah we we just care about hard work, and yeah, that's become yeah, just become that. Yeah, I feel like both political parties are not the party of hard work anymore, and that's yeah, that's it yeah, because hard work is something we really value.
1: I love when I love when these podcasts find secret sub themes, and thank you for hitting that because that there is a certain truth to that. Um, people respond to to people that are that work for things. I think that when you see like like um like the sort of like, like the newer progressives that, that come from diverse backgrounds and they come from working class backgrounds. That that's why people are responding to that because these are people that have worked, they have overcome, they were, they were underdogs and not to get too political, but I think that, I think that's pretty astute. Like if, if we became like the, the party of hard work, I think there would be like a certain like marketability to that. Naomi, how do you feel?
2: I mean, I guess I wonder, like, what would that actually look like in practice, you know? And I guess, like, I do feel like politically right now, I don't know. Like it, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like people are that changeable in their views. (laughs) Unfortunately, it does not seem that way. Rocky said, "If you can change and I can change, then everyone can change." But I think change is a little sticky right now because I think that people are kind of comfortable, I mean, it's a deeply uncomfortable time, obviously, but I feel like people who are supportive still of Trump and Republicans are kind of like, like more staunch than ever in their views. They're like really, really unwilling to see things from the other side. And I, I don't know, I guess I feel like I grew up in New York. I thought Democrats were the party of hard work. I thought Republicans were rich white people. I didn't know that Republicans were hard workers. I'm, I'm so confused by our current reality in terms of like what I grew up with, but you know, technically I grew up in a liberal bubble. So
1: I I think that, I think that that may be like not so much a a policy thing, but like, like a philosophical thing. Like, like I think, it's kind of outside the realm of of a, dis, of a discussion on Rocky Four to like yeah, talk about the oh, so yeah, totally. left turn. No, it's super yeah. interesting though because but, it
2: is like the theme of Rocky Four and also it is kind of how voting was taught to me yeah. is like that people worked so hard and sacrificed so much so you could have the right to vote, like as a woman. So mm-hmm. it's like, right. I could never not go vote. My grandma would kill me. But I think
1: <laughs> I think what I think what 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 I took from that Fred is that. The parties, and this is why Trump fucking won, is that the parties had become, like, just sort of moneyed interests. And, like, there was this moneyed interest versus that moneyed interest. And then Trump sort of, like, sort of, like, took that sort of rocky spirit and, like, bastardized an it. And, like, and like, yeah. he was an outsider and he, like, made it about, about the working class. And, like, there's no reason why that Democrats can't somehow become the party of people who work hard and people who have to pay their bills.
3: Trump probably works for like a couple hours a day or whatever. Yeah. Obama probably worked like twelve hour days. So like in that way, like people like Obama is a hard worker, but maybe he maybe he could like just vocally stand for it more and talk about hard work more. Yeah. Wow.
1: Well, I mean,
3: while giving everyone healthcare, like I'm not saying don't give people healthcare, but was, yeah, also talk about hard work.
1: Yeah. Well, that's a lot to chew on, you guys. Yeah, that yeah, what so. a, this is. This podcast is just so fucking surprising sometimes. Um. I love that okay, cool well I'm I'm gonna wrap it up on on my final thoughts. Um, I had not I had not considered Rocky a, a, as a metaphor for um, grassroots progressivism but <laughs> but I will from now on. Um, I remember I remember this movie when I was when I was young and I was living in, in Reagan, America and it felt real. That's the weird part about it. It is so dislocating to see how cartoony it is Mm -hmm. and like, and I was young and like my parents were uneducated. They were, you know, had high school diplomas and like they were working class people and like, they loved this movie and they took me to see it in the theaters. And like, it was, um, it was like this, like this triumphant thing. Like we were, we were so excited to get something over on the Russians, you know, (laughs) metaphorically that you sort of like ignore the fact that it's, 85% Eighty-five percent montage and like ten percent robot, and um, yeah, and like I, it is a more innocent time. I don't think that you could have a movie that is this goofy, mm. and have it like have it hit people in the same way. I think that I think that American entertainment has gotten a little more sophisticated. Not that not that Fast and the Furious twenty-five is is sophisticated, but like it. Mm it's not in simplistic in the way that that rocky is and it and it did make me a little nostalgic for like that more innocent time mm-hmm. um and i think i don't have to come away with with like big revelations on the last episode i had a big revelation based <laughs> on the film this one not so much it's just a nice little like memory of like when when i had a boyhood which is like weird because i am mm-hmm. not a boy but i had a boyhood and i wanted for like a few minutes for 95 minutes to be Rocky, which Mm -hmm. feels really fucking weird to say, (laughs) but I did. And, uh, it was nice to relive that for a little bit. All right. So we're, so we're going to close it out. Um, Naomi, tell us, uh, tell the listeners where they can find you.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at N-A-Y-O-M-I-R. My name is spelled in a really fun way. So is mine. (laughs) Naomi with a Y. Um, and yeah, you can follow me. I'm a writer. So if you're interested in my column, you can follow my writing at The Daily Dot. Um, I write an advice column called Swipe This that's about technology and relationships. Wonderful. And it's soon to be its own podcast. So follow me if you want updates on that.
1: Awesome. And Freddie, where, where can everyone find yeah, you?
3: At Orange Freddie G on Instagram and Twitter. That's Freddie G uh, with a Y. Yeah. And I do a lot on Instagram. I'll do stories, I'll post like unflattering photos of me. Awesome. Uh, and I travel a decent amount too. You get to see pictures of me in like weird parts of Canada where they're yeah, paying me to do stand up.
1: Uh, thank you, you guys. Uh, f- I, I, I am Gina Bloom, and this was Sweet, the Ladies Guide to Bro Culture. And what a fun little warm episode we had. Uh, sometimes I, I want to end it on a line from the movie. Uh, obviously, <laughs> the big one is. I must break you, um, but I don't want to break either one of you. So, Aww. so let's not you, do Gina. that. I must not break you, and that is all we have for today. Thank you. <laughs> Thank-